0: Good morning, and welcome to another episode of the Brian Post Bible um, Devotional podcast. Rather, for those of you that have been following along, we have been going through the Book of Colossians, and we are in chapter chapter three, and we're going to be looking at verses twelve to twenty-five. This is part uh, three. In other words, this is the third time we're coming back to this uh, particular passage to see what we can to glean from it. I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in. The one nice thing about doing it this way is you get real familiar with the text as you go over it, the same portion of scripture over, you know, uh, over, over over, and over again. So, like I said, I'm going to jump right in. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on the tender mercies, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you must also do. But above all, these things put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, so to which you were called into one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, submit to your own husbands, as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be bitter towards them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. Bond servants, obey um, in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. And whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the the reward of the inheritance. For you serve the Lord Christ but he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done. And there's no partiality. Okay, as we reflect on Colossians 3, 12 to 25, we can't help but notice that the essence of the gospel message revolves around two fundamental themes. Love and forgiveness. God's love for the world is so immense that He gave His only Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. Now, although our sins merit physical and spiritual death, God's love and willingness to forgive enables us to experience redemption and restoration through the personal work of Jesus Christ. It's unfortunate, though, that um, we often tend to focus on the aspect of receiving love and forgiveness rather than the imperative of responding to this divine grace by extending love and forgiveness to others. The preaching that excites us the most, frankly, is usually centered around receiving love and forgiveness rather than motivating us to live a life that reflects love and forgiveness we have received. It may surprise some that the benchmark of True Christianity in the church is not based on one's biblical knowledge, preaching, or even spiritual gifts. The Bible makes it clear that our level of spirituality is measured by our ability to love and forgive others, period. The Apostle Paul reinforces, uh, sorry, the Apostle John, rather, reinforces this in his epistles by stating that anyone who loves God but fails to love others does not honestly know God. And it's just that simple. In addition to love, forgiveness is another essential factor in our faith. Unlike other religions, our God through Jesus Christ is not us, to do anything that he has not already done. Jesus exemplified this by demonstrating his love for humanity, especially um, to the people of his generation who mocked and ridiculed, spat on, cursed, and eventually cried out for his crucifixion. Yet, despite this hostility towards him, Jesus hung on the cross and shed his blood motivated by love, so that forgiveness of sins can be extended even to those pounding the nails into his hands. Look as we ex- as we examine our spiritual walk and measure it against the standard set by Jesus, um let's get real practical about what love means. So the Hollywood's version of love is often portrayed as passionate and over this passionate and overwhelming feeling that drives us to act impulsively to chase after somebody relentlessly, or to expect grand gestures of affection. However, this is not the love defined in the Bible, in 1 Corinthians 13. According to Paul, love is patient, kind, and humble. It doesn't envy, boast, or act rudely. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love is not simply a fleeting feeling or an emotional high, but rather a deliberate choice to embody and extend these qualities to others. I hope that's clear. As Christians, we're called to clothe ourselves with tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, And forgiveness, all of these are expressions of love. We demonstrate our love for God and others by displaying these qualities, just as Jesus has commanded us to do. So when I was younger, I (coughs) when I was younger I thought that being a perfect Christian meant checking off all the boxes of the things to do and things not to do, As, as Mike Warnke once said, to do the do's and don't do the don'ts. However, as I continue to read the New Testament, I realize that true moral perfection is not about following rules, but about loving and forgiving others. So have you, have you heard any, any sermons on forgiveness lately? And if so, have you, have you taken it heart? Have you forgiven those who have you, have, that have wronged you? Jesus commands us to forgive, which is, which is central to his message of, re, of redeeming and restoring humanity. Jesus was not concerned with following the laws for the sake of it. Instead, he taught us to respect and resonate with others. He urged us to turn the other cheek and bless those who curse us. But seldom do hear messages about the importance of forgiveness, or, or, or even, uh, even though that, even though Jesus warned us that if, if if we do not forgive, we won't be forgiven. The purpose of the law was to limit. destructive nature of sin. I said that the purpose of the law is to cage the beast but Jesus came to free the beauty. In a sense the law was a prophetic illustration of what genuine should resemble and maybe this is what Jesus meant when he summarized the entire law with two commandments loving God and loving our neighbors. However, Christ came to liberate us from the lost burdens. He taught us that the kingdom of God could not be achieved by strictly following rules, but rather by surrendering our natural selves and welcoming welcoming the kingdom to dwell within us. And maybe this is what he means when he says the kingdom of God does not come with observation. At any rate, as we we, we reflect on Colossians 3, 12-25, we're reminded that our faith is rooted in God's immense love and willingness, Willingness to forgive us. However, this love and forgiveness are not meant to be received passively, but to be extended to others. As Christians, we're called to embody love in action by showing kindness and patience, humility, and forgiveness to those around us. Remember that true moral perfection is not about following rules, but about loving and forgiving others. Jesus taught us to love our neighbors as ourselves, and to forgive those who have wronged us. So as we strive to live, strive to live a life that reflects Christ's love and forgiveness, may we continually clothe ourselves with tender mercy, kindness, and humility, meekness, long suffering, and forgiveness. Let us not forget that our level of spirituality is measured by our ability to love and forgive others, which is the true benchmark. Of Christianity and the church. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Brian Post podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our discussion and it's brought you some encouragement and insight. Hey, if you want to stay up to date with all of our latest blogs, posts, and podcast episodes, be sure to visit brilliantpost.ca and subscribe. Don't forget to share our website with your friends who might need some inspiration or motivation. You can also join our community of bright future Bible freaks on Facebook. Until next time, may peace and blessings abound in your home.